0: Imagine having one extra day every week. One extra day every week. Well, ClickUp makes that possible. It's the productivity platform that'll save you one day a week on work, guaranteed. ClickUp is the one tool to house all your tasks, projects, docs, goals, spreadsheets, and more. ClickUp is built for teams from 1 to 1,000+. plus. Use code THEO to get 15% off ClickUp's massive, unlimited plan for a year, meaning you can start reclaiming your time for under $5 a month. Sign up today at clickup.com and use code T-H-E-O. Hurry, this offer ends soon. We got new merch, some new colorways uh, in the Be Good to Yourself collection. We've got hoodies in plum and moss. We've also got t-shirts in lilac, moss, and blue mist. I hope you enjoy those. Those are good colors. Get that hitter and more at theovonstore.com. That's it. I mean, summer is, it's a wrap on summer. That's, that's done. That's done. You can't. You still see something. I was on the interstate the other day, and when, that some family driving to the beach, and I just you know, in the back seat you could see the kid with like a little sand pail, and you know, and he had like a little bucket or a little, you know, you just saw the hope and possibility in his eyes, and then you just realized, damn, man, his family taking him to the cold beach, and that's definitely you know, when I was young we. We had to do the cold beach, you know, because it's certainly, you know, rich people don't realize when they leave the beach that there's that, you know, that other tier of humanity that rolls into the beach, baby, when that bitch is cold because it's cheaper. You get your hotel room, $19 in there, $31 all you can sleep. They get you in that bitch. Yeah, everybody's in that bitch. You have seven, 12, damn 19 children in there. In a two-bed, in a deluxe or something. Two-bed deluxe or something. One sink. I don't know how they divide it up nowadays or whatever. You know, free ice and all of that. you at the beach. And I remember, man, we'd go down to the cold beach and... you know and mom tries to act like it's like it's going to be it's fine it's warm and nobody's out there except other poor just people don't even know how to use the beach you know people don't even know what's going on people some guy out there eating sunscreen with a spoon just people just you know that shan be that shan't be even at the beach and they out there People just poor people just building sand apartments. You see that with they have the uh, and the kids will make like a sand cop car, and then a they'll have a sand father getting put into the cop car he'll make like damn bro. So you see a lot of when you know when poor people hit the beach, it's a little bit different. You know, a lot more people come out there with attack dogs. You'll see, uh, you know, somebody out there with a big attack with a Rottweiler, and that he's out there, you know, catching crabs and shit. He's out there, you know. He'll them Rottweilers are powerful too. They'll run right. They'll run half, you know, into the waves and come out with a just a damn sturgeon in their mouth. You know, you send a dang, uh, what are those dogs, uh, Zach, that kill people every year? Pit bulls? Yeah, you'll see somebody out there have a pit bull run out into the water. He'll come back with four Frisbees and a damn mackerel. And a couple of, and his hair corn cornrowed. You see that shit, you know. That's when poor people hit the beach. That's when it's cold. And people don't realize that there's no sun out there it's mostly just crabs and uh a lot of jellyfish you know a lot of high fructose jellyfish too and they out there but people forget that what it's like yeah nothing like a um a cold a trip to the cold beach my mother would take us over there to Biloxi Mississippi. And I don't even know if this beach was incorporated. It might have still been barely a LLC, if that. I mean it would they had like a lot of this the water by the edge had like this froth on it. It looked like um it looked like uh there'd been some like um I don't know if like vomiting or if maybe like fish have been vomiting over there. It just like they had a, I can't even explain it, man. The edge of the water where it hit the shore had like um a lot of foam. It looked like a top of a beer. That's what it looked like. It looked like the, a lot of the water was probably had beer in it. And if you, if you grew up along the coast, especially the Gulf of Mexico, and I think even some I think it. I think it happens in a lot of places where the beach it gets a little. You know, you're like, damn, this water looks sick. The water looks like it's not doing well. Like you should, you know, put a blanket on her. I mean, I don't know how you would even do that, but it's like the it just. So anyway, we went to the damn poor beach, and I, you know, and the vendors there, they vent, they they. You know, the warm weather was over, so you'd go to the hot dog stand or whatever, and they'd be selling just gum. And you're like, gum? Fuck. You know, you get you nine pieces of gum. The guy would sometimes shape the gums into like a wiener and put three other gums on the side make a little frank, you know, a little bread, a little, like, damn, this shit. Take you eight hours to eat that, bitch, because, you know, gum, it kind of fights back a little bit when you try to eat it. If you're just chewing gum, it'll work with you, but if you if you really try to eat it, it'll it want it, you know, gum don't want all that. You know, you know when you swallow gum that you are not supposed to. Gum is, you know, it's halfway to plastic, man. Um, but anyway, yeah. It's fall time. It's, you know, this is where we are. This is what's going on. I want to thank everybody who came out recently. Uh, we went and did some shows out there. Wichita, uh Omaha and Denver. It was it was wonderful, man. Wichita, you know, it's a real there's not a lot going on in the city. So when you see people during this, it almost feels like during the day, it's like uh it has a very kind of, like, war-torn vibe. You know, it's not a lot of people running around. You know, it's almost like if you see someone, you ask them, you know, you know, if everything's okay or if they need water. It's like, you know, it has that kind of, you know, you, you don't... And if you see somebody, you almost hug them because you don't know if you're going to see nobody again. Um, But then the shows at night, people flock in. And so I think it's more... I don't know what it is. I don't know if maybe people were just working out in the yard like in the what's the yard of a city called? Like the suburbs or whatever. Like the surround whatever. Maybe people were working out there and then they came through. Um but that was great. Uh Omaha. Yeah, the Omaha the venue there was it was in like a dang orchestra place. And uh, I didn't know that. And so that wasn't really the best choice for a comedy venue. Ah, So that was real, real, you know, that was a, felt a little ramshackle in that sense. Like even right when we pulled up, they had people rolling out with like symphony instruments and, you know, somebody with a big, you know, a big uh, harp. Some dude with a damn harp. It was like, damn, this dude got a damn harp over here, you know? And so, you know, he's probably fucking, um, but, uh, but yeah, they, that was, you know, there was just a lot of symphony play. It was just, it was more built for a symphony. So it was, it was just interesting to do comedy in that room. And then we went over to Denver. That was, that was awesome. Um, um, so, but yeah, everybody that came out, man, thank you guys so much. And and we actually have some new dates to announce. We're going to come back to Colorado, um, and that will be January twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifteenth. Uh, those shows will be in Grand Junction, uh, Pueblo, Pueblo, uh, Denver, and Fort Collins. Um, so you guys can come check all of those out. Uh, we'll also have shows March 2nd and March 3rd, uh, and those will be in Medford, Massachusetts and Boston, Massachusetts at the Chevalier Theater and the Wilbur Theater. Artist presale starts Wednesday, October 19th at 10 a.m. with the code RATKING, and the general on sale starts Friday, October 21st at 10 a.m., Local, those times are your local time. Get your tickets, theovon.com slash tour. So excited to be rolling back to some of those places, man. Um, we also did some shows in Lexington. And man, we got to go out to, we went out to a horse farm. We met a fella. This fella, Dylan, I think his name seemed like a, he was kind of like a, um, just a Man you know when you saw him he seemed like him he seemed like a man you might ask directions from look like he had directions you know what i'm saying like a reliable source uh well, anyway so he took us out we met him at a show and then he took us out to a horse farm and we got to ride on a horse and if you never been on a horse man that bitch is a real it's a i mean it reminds me of have a, when i first had a power steering vehicle you know, my my dad used to let me drive his Cutlass. He had a Cutlass. And I would drive that bitch. And uh, it probably weighed maybe, I don't know how much a car weighs, 3,000 pounds or something. How much does a car weigh, Zach? Can you pull that up? And, uh, I mean, I and that thing, it had power steering. I, I don't know. It didn't have that much power, but, I mean, it was hard to steer. It was almost like steering a boat. It was, I mean, in fact, it was horrible. And I remember one time he went into the post office and I hit a couple car. I took it for a quick spin around the block because my dad was real old. So when he went into the post office, it'd take him, you know, 12, 18 minutes to get there and back. You know, because he had that slow stride on him. I mean, my dad just walked so slow. He had that age in him. You know, he had all the years inside of him. Every year you could, he was just a damn fucking stack of calendars. With lungs and heart. And he would get out the car to go walk somewhere. Dude, you'd have all the time. You could do whatever you wanted. You had all the time in the world. I mean, you had half a you know. It took forever for him to come back. So I remember he'd pull up at the post office. He'd be like, I'm going to run inside. And I knew that he meant walk. And uh, so he'd get up out the seat, and and I'd get in the driver's seat and take that bitch for a lap, that brown cutlass. And it had some burn marks on the back. Somebody tried to steal. My dad had a bunch of M&Ms and different things and stuff that he gave away because he he used to sign people up for credit cards at colleges and stuff, and and he was an alcoholic, but he he had a trunk full of m&ms one time and and they had a couple people try to get in there and steal them and try to burn their way in which was just dumb you know i think to you know to try and just use regular fire to get through a trunk is just retarded i think and no offense if anybody's retarded bro um but anyway what was i talking about
1: Zach? Yeah, I looked up the average weight of a car. It's around three thousand, four thousand pounds. But a Cutlass was very heavy, so I bet it's more closer to four thousand.
0: Yeah, that bitch was heavy, man. But my dad would get up and go walking, man. He, it, that dude, he would walk. It take a bird would land on him. Not even they thought he was, you know, stationary. He'd be that, just damn. I mean, just, just barely going. You know, you'd see him come. He was just. It looked like he, they'd come and build a fountain around, like a build a water thing, and people start throwing pennies in. He just, then they'd be like, oh, damn, this guy's moving. You know, this is not, sorry, my bad, sir. And, uh, but he was just so slow, man. My dad was so slow. And so, anyway, he'd go in the bank or the post office, wherever, and I'd get in that cutlass, that driver's seat, and I'd take that bitch for a spin. And one time I took it around the block, and I hit a couple parked cars with that bastard. Damn, I hit them matches, Doug, and I prayed for those people afterwards. And you know, so I did my part. But uh, so anyway, back to the horses. So yeah, this thing, man, being on a horse is really—it's not for—it's not for me, I don't think. You know, we went out. It's just that thing—you don't know what's going to happen. It's like it has a bunch of gears, but you don't have—you don't know them. That's the thing. It's like riding in a car. It's like, there's no, like, you have to, like, like that's one of the things. It's a lot of secret code, and that thing, man, it was hard, and you're just bouncing up and down, and you're like, dude, the whole time, like, after, like, the fifth or sixth bounce, you're like, damn, dude, I think I'm gay, bro. It's like, it, it just, I don't know what the long-term goal is, you know? I bet if you met jockeys when they first started, a male jockey. And then you met him again six, seven years later, bro. I bet he knows a few more men. You know what I'm saying, bro? I'm saying animal-induced homosexuality, baby. It's happening. Um, But that was amazing. We had a great time. We went out to Keeneland. And Keeneland, if you hadn't been there, I thought it was a hospital, you know? They said we're going to Keeneland. And I was like, oh, man, you know? I'll get some flowers or whatever, but, uh, but it's a you know it's where all the horses go to race or whatever, and them bitches they're out there, bro. you know, some of them roll up and, and I'm gonna say this, man. I mean, this is happening in a lot of sports now. Like, we they're not even any white horses left in the shit. I mean, I don't when I don't know if a white. A white horse has even won a bell, uh, whatever it's called, the Belmont or whatever. I'm just saying, like, we gotta, we gotta, if we're gonna do it, we gotta do it, you know? If people are doing like, if you need equality in this sport, you need equality in this sport. You know, we need a title nine or title 11, you know, white horses because they ain't even got a gray motherfucker out there winning. Has a white horse ever won the, Uh, I'm looking up Kentucky Derby winners right now So far, last four, all brown Yeah And I'm saying, you get out there And you can tell that it's a real You know, it's a brown boys game out there So I'd love to see a little bit more diversity out there I'd like to see a little uh, A little um, Asian horse out there Little, you know Oh, I'm a horse, you know Or however they would do it uh, pull up Asian horse. What do they got?
1: We actually found a golden horse, which is from Turkmenistan.
0: Yeah, dude. That's black. That sounds pretty... Yeah, that... Th- oh, wow, that thing. God. Does that thing have an OnlyFans? That thing's fine, bro. My God. Damn, man. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I and mean, if that thing came by. And look, I've I've long said this about animal sex. If you have if you have sex or intimate with a with a house animal or with a basic animal, sheep, um wool or whatever, you know, what else is there? Sheep, cow, uh, goat. If you have sex with one of those animals, dude, that's. That's nothing anybody could do that, and that's probably a crime. But if you mount this, this thing or one of these if you mount something majestic or you know a bear uh Lynx uh minx um then that that's a that's not the same thing. you're not going to jail if I'm a cop or the officer or I'm the mayor or whatever you're not going to jail. Somebody comes in, you're hanging out the bottom of one of these fucking... I mean, you're hanging out the bottom of a damn mountain lion, bro. You're going to get a high five from me. Now, if you try to knock it up, dude, you're going to jail. You know what I'm saying? That's dirty science, bro. That's damn Spankenstein, dog. You're trying to make something nasty in your apartment. But yeah, if you're just doing this, man, you win, bro. I think if you... If you bang something majestic and you caught it on natural terms, I don't see that's and that in my world, that's no crime, man. That's heroic. Uh but yeah, we went out to Keeneland, man. That was really great. Lexington, unreal city. Just a perfect small, uh, small, small city, large town. Um, but Denver is unreal. Uh, Wichita, Omaha, all nice, all all nice places to be. Mint Mobile, you want to know about Mint Mobile. You know, people look at their current wireless plan and they say, well, these are the only options I have. Wrong. Mint Mobile is here. It's available. They have premium wireless for just $15 a month. There's no trapping you into a two-year contract or you know, all the crazy extra fees. Oh, you got to pay for this and the lumber or whatever. The lumber. There's no luring you in with subscriptions to streaming services or whatever. None of that. For If you hate your phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless just 15 bucks a month. Keep your same phone number along with your existing contacts. Get premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month and no unexpected plot twists. At mintmobile.com slash T-H-E-O. That's mintmobile.com slash Theo. Seriously, you'll make your wallet very happy at mintmobile.com slash Theo. UFC 280, it's here. Gosh, I am excited. Um, you, and you should be too. And you can get closer to the octagon with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. Right now, new customers can bet $5 on UFC 280 and get $200 in free bets if your fighter wins. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook, today is the day. Want even more action? You can also double your winnings on a same-game parlay. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THEO. Throw down $5 on UFC 280 and get $200 in free bets if your fighter wins. That's code Theo this Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Dude, I was thinking about this about animals and and humans, all right? I think humans... I got this theory that like animals, because animals are on four legs, right? They're on four legs. So their earth, they're like really connected with nature, you know? Humans are kind of the only species that isn't super connected with nature. You know, we are, but we're also kind of not. And one of the things that I was thinking about was because animals they're on the earth right their hands touch the earth and their legs right and so the earth kind of like it makes a circuit through their body so you know they're they're they you know they have a completed circuit with the earth and so it's like everything that the earth is all the nature that's inside of the earth and the elements of nature that goes right through the animal through its Whatever legs or feet or arms and comes out, you know, it's just part of the circle, part of the cycle. And then humans, we're standing up. So we're kind of like this loose cable where it's like you got the energy, like the connection from the earth comes in, but then it starts rattling because it's not getting out. You know, and I think that's one of like. I don't know if that's like, if that made us develop like some of the way that we think because we have all this weird and like this energy that doesn't have like an outlet. Um, And I don't even know if this kind of makes sense, but I was, part of me was then thinking, what if the energy that doesn't, because usually if like you're part of nature, then, you know, the energy just comes up and goes out you, right? You're, you're that connected loop with your, cause you're four legged. But if you're two-legged, then the energy is just going to come in and not be able to get out. So then I wonder if maybe that's one of the reasons why we started thinking about having like gods and stuff like that. Because before, if the energy went right back into the earth and if we just knew we were part of the same source, you know, we knew it was all connected. But if not, if it just, the energy just kind of rattles in this cul-de-sac, then... It, I could see it start to manifest ideas of like, like gods or higher powers or something like that because it's not connected to the source like it's supposed to be. So I don't know if that makes any sense, but I feel like maybe we're supposed to be on four limbs, you know? That's why I think when you do yoga and stuff, that stuff feel, it makes you feel so keyed in, you know? Um, yeah, and the only, uh, like some other animals that are on two legs, you have, let me see, kangaroo, look at that bitch, dog, now that bitch ain't doing well, bruh, let's be honest, bruh, when you see a kangaroo, that bitch ain't doing well. Dude, they making babies in their pocket. They're fighting each. Look, they got yeah. They're fist fighting. They're making babies in their, uh, in their, uh, you know, their their uterus is like in a damn. You know, they got like a fanny pack front uterus. I don't know what they're doing there. Yeah, they fight. Yeah, they got children hiding out their wiener hole or whatever. I mean, it doesn't. None of it makes. Yeah, look at them. They're fighting. They're beating people. They had a couple of them ran through a fence somewhere the other day, but they, I mean, and nothing about the animal looks like it's doing well either. They look like somebody was trying to do something and then like the lab got busted. You know, they look like some kind of Frankenstein dude was trying to put some shit together. And then the cops rolled up and he was like, ah, fuck it, I'm out of here. And then that thing just beat through the damn drywall, bro. Them bitches are gangbangers, son. Dude, if you, were, I mean, if I, I'm sure in the animal kingdom, these are like the MS13 of animals. These are the Bloods and the Crips and the whatever, you know. I mean, these things will pop. Look at this. I mean, here's one right here. My God. I mean, this one obviously. I mean, ha, this this one probably owns a yacht, bro. I mean, these things are fucked up. They're in a crypto. That's a fuck. That's a kangaroo. I mean, this thing is modeling. You got to see some of these videos. And get the picture down there with the Mexican kids. He's trying to fit in with the family to get out of the country. Look at this shit. Dude, that thing is crazy, bro. And look at that wiener and the Mexicans right there. I mean, uh, what's going on? But yeah, anything, obviously... So that's what we are. We're almost like this kangaroo, but we're all, it's just mostly in our head. We don't know what's going on because we're stuck on two legs. We're not completing the the, the, uh, circuit. So I think that's something that could have happened to humans is at some point, you know, whenever we got on two legs, it just, you know, that energy gets stuck in our brain at the end of us. So of course it would make our brain really advanced. And then... Since we don't have our life source, since we're not connected back to the earth, then we would start to create a higher power. We'd have to start to create some reason. Because I think if you're connected to the earth, you're a four-legged animal, then the reason just flows through you, and you know it. Um, So I don't know. I was thinking about that. Uh, You know, one thing I realized doing on tour busing was um, you got to really – know when to hold them and know when to fold them. And I'm talking about defecation, doing number twos, BMs. Because it's like, you know, it's outlawed on a tour bus. People don't BM on there. You know, if you got to do duty or you got to really, if you got something in your body that ain't pissed that wants to come out, then you got to do that on your own time. Um... And yeah, it makes sense on there. It makes sense. It's a, it's like a code. It's almost like a, it's like a, what's like a code of conduct? Like not Morse code. Etiquette. Yeah, it's like an etiquette. It's like a code of conduct. Like we don't shit, we don't shit on here. We don't do it. You know, it's just like this thing. It's like this battle cry. Um, And yeah, I get, you know, and some people have, you know, a lot of people ride that, you know, they're, they're really, you know, I probably defecate probably maybe three times a week. Right. And I've met friends that do it often, probably, you know, that are, I think it's kind of taking the easy way out. If you, if you shit more than twice or three times a week, to me, that's, you're not even doing anything. You're just shitting. I mean, I think there's a, it's sort of a thing like, all right, do, you know, how tough am I, you know? Um, And when I was young, it was always like that, you know, my father didn't want us in there shitting all the time, you know, he'd make us, you know, just be outside or say y'all have better things to be doing. Uh, It's kind of a weak man's game. You know, um, my dad used to say that's when the enemy gets you. And he's kind of right, you know, because when you're in that when you're in a feces position, that's easily when you can get attacked. And we had this one fellow in our area, this kid Bennett was his name, Bennett. And I don't know what it stood for or if it didn't might not have stood for anything. It could have just been it just was Bennett. And he had. uh, He had this deal where if he had to. You could tell if he had to defecate or do poop, he's he'd be, start getting real quiet. He'd start getting real quiet. and You could almost tell, you know, uh, until he was almost silent. And you'd have to tell him, man, go. Go in there. Go do it. And the second he was empty, bro, he just a chatterbox. It was almost like you couldn't fit words and poop in him at the same time. You know, like he had some sort of just this, this yin and yang inside of his body where there wasn't room enough for all of it. Because you'd catch him after lunch and he'd be a little quieter. And then after dinner, if he hadn't gone to the bathroom, if he'd just forgotten to go and he just fell asleep in the morning, he'd just be almost damn deaf. He'd just be almost a damn mute, bro. And you just want to just, I mean, you almost just, damn, go, boy. Go so we can chat. But yeah, Bennett, he just, man, he wouldn't, and people would get on them. And they'd be like, say something, bro. Say something or go shit. One or the other, you know. Oh, Bennett, huh? Oh, sh- oh silent Bennett. All full of shit, people would say. And he'd like, he'd, you know, give him thumbs up. Like at least trying to, you know, say, yeah, yeah, I am, you know. And he also was small in stature. And you got to think about that. If you got to defecate and you have if 10 percent of your body is occupied by, you know, uh, duty or whatever, I don't know what, you know, what form it's in at that point or how many stages it goes through. But you got to think, damn, yeah, that's that's going to take up some time. That's going to take up some space. That's, you know, that takes up a little bit of hard drive, I think. So if you don't have that space free, it makes sense kind of, you know. I mean, it's hard to think. if you. I mean, if somebody asks me a hard question sometimes, I have to go defecate or something before I can even think about it. And I don't, you know, I don't think that makes me dumb or anything, but I think it kind of makes me, you know, I just got to hedge my bets. You know, I just have to give myself the best case scenario. Because it does make sense if your body's using energy to do one thing, it's not going to have energy to do another thing. You know, that's why I think you always got to go if you can, if there's something big coming up in your life, a wedding. Um... you know, a birth, driver's ed test, uh, you know, gun safety or whatever. You got to defecate before you roll in there. You know? You can't be saying I do to somebody at a wedding when you haven't. So... See what God wants, baby. What else? We got some great calls that came in. I want to thank everybody that's come out to support the show. The show, man, the live, the tour has been really getting good and that has been nice. Um, you know, tours are a little rocky when they start out because you're out there, you're seeing what it's like in different areas. You know, people want to get out there, you're trying to hedge like what people saw last time and what they saw. So you see, so it's a new show for them. So, um, it's really been awesome, man, to get this to get this new show really all t- all, all tightened up and and cruising on its legs. The uh, Return of the Rat tour and so many nice gifts. One fella brought me this amulet, little uh, religious amulet, and um, yeah, we had Corey Sandhagen came out in Denver. That was cool. Uh, the UFC gentleman and he was on here before. Really, oh man, real rare guy. You know, he's a real kind of stoic mental fighter he loves you know the brain games of all of it and um and that was great we got to go watch some amateur fights and dude that was they just take a big bar or whatever and they just turn that they just you know there's people damn couple bantamweights in the bathroom just beating the just beating the damn dry shampoo out of each other's hair you know there's uh it it was just it was amazing It was amazing to see some of the fights and just the people getting out there and doing it. And that was out in Aurora, Colorado, out there with uh, Colorado Combat Club, I think it's called. But I'm grateful to him, and um, and he he was out there just coaching some guys. And it was just, it was awesome. It was real awesome, win or lose, just to see people out there going out and giving it their all. All right, we've had some uh, calls that have come in, and and sometimes they're from you know we had uh that rail baby big dalton you know he called in a couple of weeks back and he'd been trained out you know he'd had that train hit him and you know he didn't even get a damn ticket and he got that free you know that free ride some people you know you know don't they're like oh look at this bastard gets to you know don't even have to get a ticket you know just people wanna bitch about everything but You and I know we got hit by a train. And um, just powerful, it was a powerful message coming from him. Just hearing his words, hearing him say, hey, man, I'd be willing to get hit by a train again. Because it made me have some respect for my own life. You know, a a lot of it, hell, I'm wandering around in life. I don't even have any respect for life a lot of times. And I'm just wandering around in this bitch. You know, that's like going to Walmart or whatever. You don't even ask what hours they're open or closed or whatever. I don't even know that they close at 9 p.m. and it's already 5 for me. And I'm just wandering around in this bitch trying to steal some damn whatever, taffies or whatever. But that's life, man. It's like, you know, you got to know that sometimes it's going to shut down. And what are you doing in the shop right now? Are you over there feeling avocados like some damn pervert? Are you learning how to do a, you know, do a damn, you know, bake a lamb or whatever, learning something new? I don't know if I'm making any sense or not. Does that make any sense, Zach? That makes sense to
1: me. I get what you're saying. You're just like, Dalton, he's got a new lease on life and makes you have to slow down and think about it.
0: I don't know if that's what I'm saying, but thank you. Oh, sorry. Um, all right, let's see what happened here. We had a guy, some people have called in who have also been a part of miracles or who have had God kind of, you know, you know, touch their lip, you know, just whisper into their lips. Because that's really, that's something that's really, honestly, pretty gay, dude. If a guy whispers into your mouth and not into your ear, bro, that is, you are, uh, you are see at that point you and that man are probably dating each other it's so you gotta know what's going on if you're listening to another man with your mouth bro you already know what's good son you got to a new little husband um but anyway a lot of people have experienced miracles and so that's what we want to get to here we want to we got some uh, a call we got a call that came in about a man who is miracled up right here and uh we want to see what you guys think.
2: <laughs> what's going on the rat king hey big dog uh my name is julian torres
0: julian torres and i'm gonna go out on a uh l um what is it called L. lm yeah thank you i'm gonna go out on a lm and say this guy is uh mecano um let's hear
2: more asking if Anybody has like a, a survival, like a survivor story, and dude, back in 2010, dude, I stepped on a, a, a bomb, lost both my legs in Afghanistan, and uh, since then, dude, I've like killed Kilimanjaro, dude. I, um, I don't know, man, dude, I, I like to think that I'm getting after
0: it, you know. Um, wow, I can't e- Yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine, like. You lost both of your legs. You stepped on a bomb. I mean, I used to always remember when I was a kid, that thing like step on a crack, break your mother's back, you know. They should have one of those for the like step on a, you know. Step on a whatever, lose your like It's kind of dumb that they teach like they, you know. But anyway, man, I, still, I don't know what I'm talking about. But um, man, unreal, dude. I cannot believe that, man. That you don't uh that you don't have legs anymore. And fuck. First of all, bro, thank you. Um I'm assuming that you were in service. So thank you for your service. And uh yeah, I, I mean i wonder what your attitude is let's let's hear more let's hear more but yeah man like i seen some crazy shit, uh when i got blown
2: up and stuff like that man um about seeing like um i don't know man i'd love to tell you the story man if you're willing to hear i'm a huge fan and uh i don't know man i really appreciate what you're doing for everybody man you're a good dude and uh i look forward to speaking to you soon big guy
0: Thanks, bro. I appreciate I appreciate the call, man. And um yeah, I think I would love to chat about it. I think it's I can't imagine what things have been like. And even if you hear certain songs, you hear that song What is um like a bomb like uh bombs over bat like if you hear that kind of shit, is that like Actually I bet you could if you're at like a marine ball or whatever, you know, you fucking You just get out there and just lose lose your, you know, just fucking pull your sword out and just, I mean, you should be able to hit some, I mean, if you lost your leg, I'm sure they allow you to hit somebody else or whatever if if you need to, but um, Unreal, man, or that song, boom, shake, shake, shake the room, I'm trying to think if there's something that would like, if something had happened to me like that, if I would get set off, you know? I should have asked even Dalton if that song Runaway Train comes on. If he, you know. Wrong way on a one. It's just, you know, because for me, a lot of things will set me off, man. Um, but, dude, I think I would love to hear about it, man. And, and And thanks for your service. And I can't imagine you're sitting there. Your legs go, like, right past you. So I'm sure your first instinct would be to try to grab your legs and, you know. Oh man, I can't even imagine. So I get I, that means I got to learn. Um, I'd love to chat about it, bro. So we'll hit you up and um and see if we can't have you on to for the next solo episode to, to uh to tell us more about that experience, man. And and thank you for being brave enough just to call and share it. You know, uh, you know, one thing I think a lot of us have done over the years on this podcast is share things about us that make us feel uncomfortable and you know uh, our shortcomings. Um, and, um, and not even our shortcomings, but just our experiences that maybe sometimes haven't been the normal experiences for others, or in some cases are, but they haven't heard other people talk about it. So they don't feel okay thinking about it. Um, but man, I'd love to hear more. All right, let's get into another call here my
2: name is Hector, love the show, just wanted to tell you a quick story and get your opinion on it.
0: ¿Qué paso, Hector? Let's hear more. I went,
2: I went to a family
0: reunion recently,
2: and there's this female that I've never met. I wasn't aware she was kin until later on. We ended up talking, we hit it off and everything. And then we went out on a couple dates, ended up hitting it. And then come to find out, my mom told me she's one of my second cousins. And I'm just kind of, I don't know what to think about myself. Kind of, I don't feel bad because I didn't know her, but also don't want to enjoy it because she's can't Let me know what you think about that, man.
0: Well, brother, I think this is actually a great call that, some listeners can give feedback to, you know. Um, I think there's, like, a rule of thumb when it comes to incest, you know, and uh, I don't know what it is, though. What's the rule of thumb? Can you Google that, please? What's the rule of thumb with incest?
1: Uh, yeah, I can Google that. Are you talking about, like, what's legal? Because I know some states' second cousin is legal.
0: Well, I, I'm pretty sure that first... I believe first c- cousin is legal.
1: No. No. Second cousin.
0: I mean, I think it depends on what browser you're using then because they, 24 states prohibit marriages between first cousins. So I'm going to go out on a limb, you know, or is, uh, yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb here. OK, here we go. Cousin marriage legal. I'll tell you where it's legal. Texas. California, huh? Colorado. New Mexico, Alaska, Hawaii, Alabama, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, New York. Wow, that's a really cross. the. I mean, that crosses like political lines and everything. My my thing is this, man here's how you know if you shouldn't have sex with a sibling, not a sibling, but a someone who's at, well, first of all, you're at a family reunion, bro. Maybe not a good place to even consider sex. You know, I don't know if you need need to wear a sign or something, a family reunion, or what do you, I mean, like, if you walk into a family reunion, (laughs) you shouldn't walk out of there with some chick's number, bro, that's crazy bro you are I mean you're a good guy but you also seem like you could have some sexual predator issues you know and I'm not judging you but I'm just saying every everybody else is gonna and if you man you can't if you like what am I what are we, what are we saying here Zach
1: I mean that was my point is if you're going to a Family reunion, like, what are
0: you,
1: was it a mistake? Yeah. I mean, how many people are at the, I didn't have a family reunion. It's a there.
0: Mexican family reunion, dude, there could be, it's at a park, I'm sure there could be <laughs> upwards of two to 6,000 people there. I mean, there's anybody getting off a bus in LA will probably stop, I mean, it's, I'm sure that some of the, I'm sure there's a lot of vague paperwork at the reunion, is all I'm saying. Which is fine. Feliz Navidad, baby. You know what I'm saying? But I'm sure... I understand, I think, how it could happen maybe a little bit more if, if there's a lot of people at the reunion. And Mexican people like to hang out at the park, man. That shit is no joke. Everybody knows it. That's, they're like a that's part of their culture. So, what, what does he want to know here, you think?
1: I think he's just wondering if he should feel bad about it or not.
0: Okay. Um, look, I think it's good you're reaching out to people because you don't know, you know, what some of the laws or bylaws are regarding, you know, familial sexual contact. And, uh, look, I've seen people have sex that should not be having sex. And I've seen the children of that. And that's where God really throws his two cents in. When that baby rolls out and you're like, damn, you know, this thing's got, you know. Little extra spine on it, or something. You know, things got, you know, that thing's got an extra, you know, it's got an extra thumb near his ass, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's when you know, like, damn, it's, but, you know, this little buckaroo's got four rows of teeth, you know, and two of them's on his butthole. You know what I'm saying? That's when you're like, oh, damn, shouldn't have done that. So I think, you know, there's a general rule of thumb where I'm from you got to walk at least 300 feet pull, before you pull your dick out. And I think that's a good rule to keep anybody off of incest or anything like that. You know, so. um, Yeah, and they used to say also, whenever you're about to pull your wiener out, say, get away from me and then name everybody in your family. And so that way you would make sure you didn't have sex with somebody you shouldn't be. So the second you break it out, get away from me, Timothy. Get away from me, Mom, Rhonda, Papa, uh, Christy. You know, Emmanuel or whatever, is, Then that way you're just setting yourself up for the best. But good luck out there, man. And I would, yeah, don't, yeah, you know, not to have sex at a family reunion, man. You know it. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm kind of pee footing around it here. You know it. You know it, man. I mean, I don't know what's going on in the world where you have to call in that people are doing sex with family. I mean, how many years we have to learn this rule? How many times do we have to learn this rule as a society that you can't have sex with a member of your family? Because it isn't safe genetically, bub. You're going to give birth to a fucking hot air balloon with legs, dog. You're going to give birth to something that's going to live in a lava lamp, bub. And God don't want that. And you don't want that. You don't want to babysit a lava lamp. You don't want somebody wheeling your kid across and he's, you know, you know, and he just got a little lava in him. And he can't even he can barely make the lava to say the words dad maybe once a year. You don't want that. What language is that? Do you know? That's nothing. But it could be something. Babel can help you learn a language. It is the language learning app. Babel is. That sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons. You can finally cross learning that new language off your list. Choose from countless languages, including Spanish, Italian, French, and German. Babel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation. And Whoo, it's great. Babbel lessons were created by over 150 language experts. You can learn in countless ways. You can learn uh, with podcasting, videos, games, stories, and even live classes. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash T-H-E-O. That's babbel.com slash Theo for up to 55% off your subscription babble language for life. I want to tell you this, that, uh, the best time to prepare for growth is before growth. If you get a baby, a bikini, you need to buy it for two, three months down the line. You can't get a same day bikini on a baby. He'll outgrow that bitch in an hour, but the best time to prepare for growth is before the opportunity arrives. And that is especially for online businesses. ShipStation gets you up for growth by directly integrating with every shopping cart and storefront. So your products are easier to find, easier to manage, and easier to get into the hands of your happy customers. No more limiting your business to one store. ShipStation integrates with every platform, including Amazon, Etsy, eBay, Shopify, Maximize your sales with minimal effort. 98% of companies that use ShipStation for one year become customers for life. Join the over 130,000 companies who have grown their e-commerce business with ShipStation. Go to ShipStation.com today and sign up with promo code T-H-E-O for a free 60-day trial. Start today and get set up before the biggest shipping season of the year That's two months free. Visit shipstation.com. Click the microphone at the top and type in code T H E O. We got a little bit of news here. Let's get into some news. What um what is this deal with the K pop?
1: Yeah, BTS, they're gonna have to they're getting drafted in South Korea because South Korea is activating their draft, which means that the band's gonna have to break up and these guys are gonna have to enlist and uh fight North Korea or whatever they're doing.
0: Look, I believe that I, – I like this, man. I like this because this is a real chance for these men to become heroes. There used to be a thing where you had – everybody had some skin in the game. You had to get – if there, everybody was up for potential draft. You know, let me see. Can you look that up, Zach, what the drafting was in Vietnam?
1: That was the last draft, but yeah.
0: But before that, everybody was at the, the you know, everybody had a chance. Every, it was the hokey pokey, and everybody had one foot in, you know? That's what it was. You had one foot in the possibility to go out there and uh, support your country and put actual skin in the game, like our boy Julian Torres did. I mean, he put, he got skin in the game. And then, what does it say about it, Zach? Yeah, just that Vietnam was the last uh,
1: draft that American men were, you know, had to go in there. And they did a lottery system every day on the news where you got, if your ball was picked, then you went.
0: You know, Wow! So I would like to say, I commend these guys. I don't know how they feel about it. I don't know how BTS feels about it. We should put BTK in there with them. Whatever that guy's name was, uh, Dennis Reader. Dennis Reader. Dennis Raider Raider. Send him over. We should put people. At, you know, I that look. I, if I, I think it'd be crazy. You get a pager. You're at home. I gotta go, honey, and you're off to war. And even the women too. A lot of women want the chance to go. You know, a lot of extreme. There's a lot of extreme women out there who want. To one equality, you know, exact equality. And I think that then it, so then it would be everybody has a chance to go. Um, Cause a lot of these bitches want to wrestle, bro. If I'm real honest. A lot of these bitches want to wrestle until they get in the ring until they get over there. And there's no Balenciaga. Okay. There's no Activa yogurt. All right, there's no uh, um, an app to get your nails done or go puff or something like that. There's no, I mean, they probably have vaping, but there's none of that shit. There's no place to get your skirt hemmed. You're out there, you're hiding under a fucking cactus, trying to keep you know, trying to keep your own fucking legs, lady. Sorry. But what I'm saying is that there is, I don't know what I'm saying, dude. I fucking, I need to get some help, I think. What were they asking about, Zach? Who? I don't know, man. <laughs> Sorry. What is this about? This, I mean, never mind. K-pop superstars join white, uh, whatever. Look, send them all in. K-pop. Uh, A-pop, whoever, Africa. Send them in. Everybody. Put your pop five. Send them bitches over there, dude. I think every they should have all these bands fight it out to see who's the best. That's what it's coming to anyway. You got YouTube stars fighting it out. Three years away from now, you'll have Jojo Siwa fighting... Leonardo DiCaprio for a sex change. The last sex change. There's going to be a new show called The Last Sex Change. And and that's how they'll do it. And the winner gets a sex change. The loser doesn't get their garbage picked up anymore. It's going to get into shit like that. If you don't, that's where it's heading. We're comp- it's all going to be competitions online. DraftKings is going to sponsor it. You're going to be able to buy, you know. You'll be you know. You'll be able to sell your legs online if you want. What else we got, Zach?
1: Um. You know, so this guy in New York who released a sex tape has to be the top of my list.
0: Okay, and who is he?
1: Um, here I'm pulling it up for you. This uh, New York City congressional candidate, Mike Itkis. Mm-hmm. Uh, this a guy right oh, here. yeah,
0: he and he, look, right out the gate, you can tell this guy came over to fuck.
1: Yeah, so uh, this He guy, didn't even bring his hair. <laughs> This guy's bringing. uh, He's releasing his own sex tape to promote a sex positive approach. I guess for political candidates. I love it. See, we got the first frame here, but um, I don't know. Do you think it'll work out for him?
0: Oh, I think. I mean, we're talking about it. Mike Itkus. I'd vote for this guy. Uh, I love this. I love him cutting—obviously the guy has some serious—he must have serious concerns that there's some video out, uh, out there of him having sex.
1: Well, apparently it says he's focused his campaign on legalizing sex work and ending adultery laws and defining consent. So he's just running a sex-positive campaign.
0: Okay. And look, I think I like this. I think sometimes we are still abiding by old rules that don't happen anymore. Pull up old laws that are outdated in some areas. You know, and it, it you in the image here, the guy is bald headed. Uh, he has a suit on. He looks like the guy that gave the gobstopper to um Charlie Wonka. Uh he looks um and he's with a sex worker. And look, I've we had a sex worker on here. I think people, if that's where we're at, that's where we're at. At a certain point, you can't fight where we're at. If people are, you know, like the guy who parks the cars here, he does BMs 11 times a day, right? I can't. I, I, In fact, he has a his side hustle is parking the jobs. His main job is BMing in here in the bathroom. The guy is just a real shit man. He you was
1: in there last time I was in.
0: Yeah, he, and he was in there earlier when I was in there. Yeah. And I'll tell you what I did. So I'm in there. And I saw he he went in behind me, and I saw him. He slinks in. He slinks through quick, you know. And he he's a same stall. He's one of those little same stall babies. And I respect that. Anybody who just goes into a bathroom will just shit in any stall. What? You are the serial killer of be of po- of number two people. People doing number twos. You'll just go in there and use any toilet. Didn't your mother teach you anything? You just say, "Hey, hey, huh?" You're like that gold, the ba- the little Goldilocks. You just sleeping in any bed, huh? You little shit boy. But here's what I'm saying is, we ta- what is this about? Um,
1: well, we were, you know, talking about this guy. All he does is shit. He doesn't work.
0: Oh yeah, the
1: valet slash security
0: security <sighs> I'm not even getting into that oh but here's what I noticed so I'm in there thank you Zach I'm in there and I see him slink past right he goes in there and I can tell he's sitting on the toilet and he's waiting till he thinks i am like I've washed my hands he's waiting he thinks I'm leaving before he does that initial burst you know Because there's something, when you go in the bathroom and you do a BM or you do a number two, you don't want somebody hearing you make that first big pop, you know, that, you know, when that kind of surprise party comes out your ass when you don't know what's going to happen. So I'm in there and you know what I say? I say, you know what? I'm going to fucking pretend I leave so I can hear it. And that's what I did, dude. I like made like sound like this with my hands, did the water, made that. Open the door, let it close. Guy just drafts himself right into the war with his own asshole, right? I mean, just running a 50 cal, bro. Just parking cars all over the side of that toilet. And then the second he did it, I fucking was like, "Ah!" and turned on all the faucets, motherfucker. You don't fuck with me, dude. You don't fuck with me, whitey. Or whatever that guy. I think he's actually Mexican. He is. So, I'm just saying we're out here, dude. And we're doing what we can. What does this lady need? What I'm saying is don't have sex with your cousin, bub. All right? What else we got? What was that call about? Oh, it's news. Never mind. Sorry. Um. Tennessee player vomits on the field against Alabama. Let's see that.
1: See how this happened in the Tennessee-Alabama yeah. game. Uh, this guy barfed on the field and I guess used it as an intimidation tactic. You can see him nod.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, they used to do that in a lot of the Sl- uh, Slavic wars. A lot of uh, – where is that? Where are the Vikings from? Uh, Norway? Yeah. Cold areas, a lot of that. Vomit. It was a... Ah, look what I'm going to do to you. I'm going to digest you. Also, this is Tennessee. Somebody could have just ordered a beer up in the stands and that dude was trying to... I mean, <laughs> that's draft. I mean, that is bush light for sure. But, hey, baby, go Big Orange, bro. I will say that. And there was a game a lot filled with a lot of calls, but at the end, nobody was really playing defense. And, um... And they won. And they won. What else do we have? Any other good news that came in?
1: Um, <clears throat> we got a billion snow crabs missing in Alaska. We got...
0: And this is what I want to talk about, the supply chain. Everybody thinks that we don't have certain things because China's not making it. Right? Who's the original China? Mother Nature, baby. M F in. Mother F in nature. The original China. The crabs are missing. What do they say, huh?
1: So, uh, they're estimating about a billion
0: snow crabs are missing wow. from
1: Alaska, and that's a big deal for their economy, obviously. I know that people think of, like, Deadly's Catch Show, um, but they can't find the snow crabs, and the first time in history they got to cancel the season. So the question is, you know, they're Potentially blaming this on climate change to say the ice is melting, they need the ice, but I'm wondering if someone stole it. Yeah,
0: you can get ice anywhere first of all, I'm gonna go put that on record. Second of all, I'm gonna say this: Mother nature will change the menu, guys. That's one thing people don't think. you don't you think, dude, two million years ago, people were having dinosaur meat, a little bit of dactyl, huh? a little bit of uh of uh bronta, you know, oh yeah. I'll have a little bit of, uh, give me that Ceratops um, remoulade. Mother Nature's going to change the menu. And maybe crab's gone, huh? Maybe fucking crab's gone. What are you going to do then, huh? Just put sh- use shrimp only? What about when shrimp's gone? What about when ham is gone, huh, bitch? Then you're going to fucking get out of your seat, aren't you? Let me tell you this, Mother Nature will lead us into battle with one another. When she's tired of the bullshit, when she's tired of the back and forth and the fucking Nicki Minaj bullshit or whatever, and a lot of these fake gays, people being gay for money and not even really being gay. People saying their bite is to sell albums or sell calendars. I'll tell you what. You know who's bisexual? Motherfucking nature, bitch. And she will eat your ass with her freaking wiener pussy. Because she can do whatever she wants. First she takes the crabs. Then she takes the lions. Then she takes the bacon. The ice is gone. What else? Maybe the salt. And then what are you doing, huh? Standing around about to fuck your family member. Whatever that guy's name was, Wilson. I'm just saying, guys, there's bigger forces at play than we know. And you gotta, you gotta, you have to recognize that at some point, the gig is up with you just wandering around vaping, doing nothing. And at some point, we have to contribute to our own wellness. Because the buffet is shutting down, guys. And it's going to get sick out there. What else we got? Anything?
1: Uh, That's a lot of the big news stories. Um.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. Sex tape advertising. Accidental family sex. and, uh, And that, God, that thing was fine. Oh, my God. That thing was the Halle Berry of damn animals, bro. Mm. If somebody somebody rolls up to a party with that, I'm jealous, man. Um, Yeah, I think we covered a lot. Yeah, they threw Vaseline or whatever on the Van Gogh painting. I saw that. And I'll tell you, this is all just a big push to get the NFT business going. That's all it is. You know, it's just a, it's, I'm sure you got an ad the next moment for NFTs. For, you know, Van Gogh or whatever, Lombardi, Denouement, whatever. All, you know, Mona Lisa. They're all, they're all moving to NFTs. So they're trying to, they're trying to bullshit you this with the, doing that. All right. That's enough. I'm tired, man. Man, there's crabs, though. Watch them show up somewhere and be like, now what? A billion of them is a lot. (laughs) We'll see. All right, guys. uh, Thank you so much. Uh, We'll see you guys on the next one. Um, We are evolving as humans. Do not forget it. we are not alone. We have each other. Um, it was it was awesome to see a lot of you guys out on the road. I look forward to seeing you uh, again down the line. Um, and I love you. And I hope you take care of yourselves and uh, and, and keep some joy in your in your in, in your headspace. Um, you know, if, get some anger out of your life. You know what? Actually, we had a call that came in. I forgot the guy. It asked about anger, and we never got an answer to him. and then this call came in, and I just wanted to hear uh, this because I needed to hear this as well when I listened to this.
2: Yo Theo, this is Travis from Portland, Oregon. Um, I'm What's just up Travis in response to uh, the dude who was calling in about struggling with anger issues and that's something that I really resonate with or you know have dealt with in my lifetime, um, and I think one thing that's important, like, everything that you said, I totally, totally agree with, like, uh, a lot of it's just, like, you want to control outcomes, and when things aren't going your way, you get angry, just like a little child, but I think sometimes that that little child inside of you just needs more love, and, like, you know, and so something that's really helped me Cause like when, when I've been angry and upset and frustrated or whatever, just like learning to talk to myself differently. because if you're angry with being angry, it really doesn't really get you anywhere. Um, and so yeah just learning how to like kind of just you know talk talk to my the part of me that's angry like like it, it is my child in you know, like a loving manner and just like you know just be that. Be that mature adult, you know, um, for myself in those situations and scenarios, because
0: you know it's kind of hard to have that that uh,
2: purview at that time when you're kind of in the in the heat or whatever.
0: Yeah, man, that's a great that's a great suggestion because I find that I find when I'm angry, I'm I've, that's what I feel like a child. Uh, it's like a child, you know, and those are the you know. I still have adult, even as an adult, I still have those behaviors as a child. And it's hard, you know, but that's a great, that's a great suggestion to really take yourself aside and almost talk to yourself like as you would a child, you know, say, hey, what's going on here? You know, why are you, what's happening? What's really happening? Because you're not that upset about this. What's really going on? Um, yeah, I love that, man. And that just helps you build a better relationship with yourself and. Uh and that was a great suggestion. So thank you. Um, and if the young man that called in about the anger issues got to hear that, then that's uh that's perfect. That's what we're here for. If you have an issue, something that's uh straining you, something you're struggling with, hit the hotline 985 664 Uh, we're gonna head out the way that we came in. Um, I'm hoping to go see some Zach Bryan uh, music tomorrow night uh looking forward to that and then i'm hoping to be at the lsu old miss game um this weekend uh that's going to be a big one that's going to be a big one uh this is eddie nine volt with little black flies i love this jam uh you guys be good to yourself and uh you deserve it gang And I think I took that love a little too far You can see the cigarette burns on the wall And all the empty bottles in the hall If the water gets too rough, you know who to call Don't you, baby? see the way he looks in your eyes a soul,
1: soul
0: lost with his foolish lies if you the i'm surprised ladies and gentlemen i'm jonathan kite and welcome to kite club a podcast where i'll be sharing thoughts on things like current events stand up stories and seven ways to pleasure your partner the answer may shock you sometimes i'll interview my friends sometimes i won't and as always, I'll be joined by the voices in my head.
1: You have three new voice messages.
0: A lot of people are talking about Kite Club. I've been talking about Kite Club for so long, longer than anybody else. So great. Hi, sweetheart. Here's deal. Anyone who doesn't listen to Kite Club is a dodgy bloody wanker. mean? Hi, I'll take a quarter pounder with cheese and a McFlurry.